0: Scotty doesn't know that Fiona and me do it in my van every Sunday. She tells them she's in church, but she doesn't go. Still she's on her knees
1: and Scotty doesn't know. Oh, Scotty doesn't know. Oh. So don't tell Scotty, Scotty doesn't know, Scotty doesn't know.
0: Hello and welcome to I Don't Get It, the pop culture Get Off My Lawn cast featuring the open-minded musings of two early 40s curmudgeons <laughs> staring down the prospect of a entertainment irrelevance. I am your co-host, Bill Scurry of American Caesar Enterprises, and I'm joined by Mr. Noah Tarnow, late of San Francisco, host of The Big Quiz Thing. Noah Tarnow, how are you?
1: Good. I'm not late of San Francisco. I'm still in San
0: Francisco. Okay. You know what I mean. Well,
1: no. I I do, because I'm here, but like our listeners might not.
0: Erstwhile resident of San Francisco.
1: No, current resident (laughs) of San Francisco. Erstwhile resident of New York City. (laughs) (laughs) Vocabulary matters, my friend.
0: Uh, I Um, think the meaning of the English language has been demeaned, so I have no problem joining the bandwagon.
1: I'm not. I wouldn't debate you on that, but I am current while of San Francisco. That's not a word. So here we are. What are we, what are we talking about today, Mr. Mr. Uh,
0: I am glad you asked because we have a certain howdy-doody-looking <laughs> motherfucker on docket. Oh, hey, you got to w- be
1: mean. You got to be. It has nothing to do about, well, a little to do about his looks, but we really nothing to do about his
0: looks. are talking about the goober from Garner, Scotty McCreary, <laughs> uh, so winner mean, of American so Idol, mean. the 10th season of American Idol in 2011. Apparently, he was only uh, nine years old. He's 24 years old no, now. He was-
1: he was he was 16, the youngest male winner and the second youngest winner next to uh, Jordan Sparks.
0: For those of you who aren't aware, and I'm assuming that all of yeah. our listeners are completely awa- uh, unaware because most of you guys are from north of uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Scotty McQuery is a country music singer, American country music singer. Again, known for winning American yeah. American Idol back in 2011. Very American. Uh, his date the most. American Idol. His debut studio yeah. album was called Clear as Day. It was released in October 2011. Certified platinum. McCreary did a 2012 Christmas album called, very unimaginably, Scott Christmas with Scotty McCreary as opposed yeah. to, I guess, a Purim. I don't know. I guess that's not happening anytime soon. <laughs>
1: Kwanzaa with Scotty McCreary. Kwanzaa with I don't Scotty think that Ma- one would have gone over well.
0: Black Panther with Scotty McCreary. Uh, he released his third album, See You Tonight, in October 2013. The first single from that album, See You Tonight, became his first song to reach to top 10 on billboard country and he set a record in july of 2017 last year with this this execrable song five more minutes i like I'm, I'm being uncharitable to it, <laughs> it, it like like this, it charted like nuts he was the only country music artist in in the uh, country air slash media base history to chart a song this is weird without the backing of a record label so i i didn't kind of yeah. dig into that but this this is apparently a factoid and well, that song that's then the, to that's top- the
1: wave of the future Look at look at our buddy Weird Al just released a song today with no record label backing and I'm sure it'll do no worse than previous songs of
0: his. Yeah. Well then again Weird Al, the, Weird Al has the Weird has close to 35 years 40 years of um, pop culture tra- yeah. uh, traction under him. It's a little different story. He's not he's not a 19-year-old kid. Anyway, so No, this- he's not
1: but you know, the, anyway, that's a whole other topic.
0: Yeah. So we got our we got our introduction out of the way. Scotty McQuery has this song out called Five More Minutes. Me and Noah took uh, notice of it and we said, you know what, we haven't hammered country music yet. So we were looking for an avatar wish to um, to Wicker Man and I think we found it with this guy Scotty. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna <laughs> <toss the ball. laughs> I'm gonna toss the ball I'm gonna toss the ball over to Noah. <laughs> Noah, what do you think of the goober from Garner? What do you have to think about this guy?
1: Uh okay. So I just want to warn our listeners. This, I believe, this has the potential to be our most offensive episode yet. If you are a person who thinks of people like Bill and me as coastal elites, if you are a fan of current country music, if you voted for the current occupant of the Oval Office, you should probably shut off this podcast right now because we're gonna piss all over you, perhaps unfairly. When I so when I listen to this, Bill like very impulsively after like a song and a half, texted you and said like this is the worst music ever. Yeah, I have since tempered my opinion somewhat. I don't like this music, but I heard a song by Scotty McCreary that I thought was all right, and I am firmly convinced he's talented. I think he's very talented. Yeah, that's, and I will that's also not give, a question. That's not in question here. I will also give him the benefit of the doubt that he's a good person. Uh, from all indications, he's a nice kid. He's honest. You know, He, he when he sings about God fearing and going to church and loving your mama and all that, you know, I'll give him personally credit that he comes by that honestly. But this is pretty awful music uh, for a few reasons. I have a soft spot for American Idol. I like American Idol. So, but regardless of what Scotty McCreary really thinks and really believes, you know, I'm sure his soul is now owned by, you know, record labels and corporate masters and, And Puppet Masters and all that. So they have pumped him full of some of the most anodyne, boring, cliché, pandering. Oh my God. Pandering music I've ever heard. I mean, he's got... the song, Water Tower Town, and he's talking about, I come from an honest American town. The video's got flags everywhere. Working hard, living right, are the only life we know. And everybody waves. Church doors are the only thing open on Sundays. Apart from the fact that that's just cliche at this point, especially these days, I have a lot of trouble believing that. Because the small-town American ideal, I have been completely disenchanted with. Now that those places overwhelmingly shows a horrible horrible corrupt incompetent human being those ideals have about as much credibility as i could fit in a thimble also this the music's really boring i mean the first few songs i listened to see you tonight the trouble with girls i love you this big oh my god that song is
0: awful that's terrible
1: they sound like like this is like shit i would hear on the radio when i was six this sounds like kenny rogers songs from the 70s they're so boring and he's got this really deep voice. It's funny. Like I, I, the first time I heard him, I was watching the video for "I Love You This Big," and like I thought it was like I thought that wasn't Scotty McCreary. I thought that was an actor because you see this little like howdy doody looking kid, and this deep voice comes out. It was like when you first heard Rick Astley in the '80s. He looks like Eddie Haskell, and he sounds like Luther Vandross. And Scotty mccreary has got some of that—these big jug ears and goofy smile—and the voice is all deep. So there's there's nothing modern about it. Uh, the one song I heard by him I liked was Feeling It. And I liked that song for a few reasons. One, it seemed a little more honest. It's about, um, you know, you're hanging out with your friends on the beach in the summer and that summer feeling. And I actually thought some of the lyrics were nice. That was a
0: Kenny Chesney ripoff. Come on, man. That's, that's Kenny Chesney's whole uh, All right,
1: thing. well, I, 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 fine. Then, then I should... Then I have more respect for Kenny Chesney than I thought I did. He's Florida you Keys country. You worry about nothing but putting something like Ch- Kenny Chesney is, Fine. is
0: the fucking uh, Jimmy Buffett of country. And and that was oh. just a sort of like, you know, Jeez. rip off of that shit. I take
1: this song over anything I've ever heard by Jimmy Buffett. I mean, not only because it seemed more honest, although I can relate to that summer feeling more than I can relate to coming home from the military to see my girlfriend, uh, just from my personal experience. Also, the song is, just sounds better written to me. It has a little bit of a groove. So it sounds a lot more modern to me than... um something that Eddie Rabbit could have sung in 1981. So, yeah, so this music sucks, and if this is indicative of modern country, it sucks, and I, I, you know, for his sake, I hope Scotty McCreary is itching to get out from under his puppet masters and, and do something, you know, really work that talent. You know, he says he's influenced by Elvis. Okay. Let's see you use what you learned from Elvis. Cause I love you. This big is the anti Elvis in my mind. So, you know, fuck this shit. <laughs> hey, do you remember? What about you?
0: Do you remember that scene in uh, Pee Wee's big adventure at the end when he's watching oh, himself God. in the movie and, and James Brolin is playing, Yes, and then Pee Wee Herman is playing the 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 front the desk guy at the hotel. Yeah, and he picks up the phone and he says, "Phone call for Mister Herman." Yeah, and it's clearly not his voice. Clearly not his voice. Yeah, I was reminded of that as well—the Rick Astley effect.
1: I I mean, I thought it's like this: the video, this the joke. Like i hired some funny kid to to have (laughs) the lipstick. I've seen videos where they do that. You know? Yeah, sure. but no, that's Scotty McCreery, and you watch his American Idol audition. They comment like, "Steve, like, wow, you got a great deep voice." I don't know much about country, but he's doing that twang thing that sounds really cliche to me. I mean a lot of rock stars do that, a lot of R&B singers and hip hop singers, yeah, they you know, play it like up. emulating. Well, I
0: think there's two things here. First of all, yeah, he's still a child. He's only 24. He started in the business when he was 16, 17 years old. Right. At this point, I have to assume he's sort of like a, a deformed man child. There's no way he could have grown up normally with the same set of influences that somebody else would have and had some kind of rebellion if he hadn't started out so young in the business. So, like his his egg wasn't finished being boiled yet before he he was, you know, given over to the public. Daddy's talented is now not in consideration. In fact, a lot of the people we talk about on this podcast, especially if we're doing music acts, I don't think like the talent, unless it's like Lana Del Rey, people who clearly can't sing, then it's in question. Yeah. But a lot of people have a lot of talent. You know, Adam Levine, all these people, yeah. Ray Schremer, these oh, these guys God, have totally. a lot of talent. Yeah. The question is always a matter of taste. What are we discussing? Whether or not you like the thing. Yeah, I gotta agree with you in that, you know, Scotty McCreary, we can have all these outs and these caveats about, you know, how we feel about the guy. You know, I've actually been to Garner. I mean, I, I worked in North Carolina for really? a good, good couple of years. Right. Yeah, Garner is just on the other side of Raleigh.
1: He's the hometown hero yeah, now. A,
0: look, it actually looks like that. I'm sure they shot those videos somewhere in either Carolina or Virginia. P- places look like that. You know, and he's the kind of guy you find in Garner. They, they play baseball in Little League. They like, uh, you know, college basketball. That's 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 their thing, man. You know, big fields of uh, tobacco, fields of cotton, all that shit still happens. Yeah, the anodyne part, I think, the, the lack of imagination is what sticks with me. I'm trying to just use Scotty McCreary and not use this as a, a a tool to litigate all of country music because I feel the same way you do. I don't like country music. I never have. It's There are three types of music that I just can't listen to. And it's not a signifier of their quality. It's a signifier of the fact that it's like scraping my eardrum with a cheese grater. I can't listen to country. I can't listen to folk. And I can't listen to doo Those three things can, just can't enter my really? ear canal. I can fully concede that guys like George Jones and Merle Haggard and Conway Twitty and Elvis and Sun Records and those guys from the 50s and early 60s and Outlaw Country guys through the 70s, you know, I acknowledge that there's plenty of quality inside of it but i'm mostly like i'm working through a filter there's a membrane that's keeping me from engaging with any of it just because even willie nelson i can't listen to willie nelson as much as i like i can acknowledge what of a legend the guy is how incredibly truthful what he's made in his career and you know what a legend he's he's made out of himself and how influential his work is i still can't listen to it simply because it's country music it still has that sound to it so i'm a bit i'm at a bit of a disadvantage but yeah, every single minute of Scotty McCreary, it's, it was my, is acknowledgement of what I think country is, the worst part of it, which is this, the embodiment of white middle-class, you know, conservative Christian Southerners. The idea that, like you say, these small towns are real America.
1: I am so insulted by that it's, idea, It's that it's, they're real America and New York and California, the places that actually are full of the people who took chances and and advance the culture that we're not real Americans. I know. I'm it's so it's the
0: supremacy of white, hetero, Anglo, Christian, suburban values, you know, which I don't subscribe to, you know, any of those things as a supremacy. I mean, there may be some peace. If people can live respectfully and kindly, that's fine. I mean, I'm not even indicting Garner, North Carolina, or anything like that because, like I said, I spend plenty of time there. And, you know, some, some great friends are down there and not, not even friends I agree with. These aren't even like, you know, crunchy, hummus-eating North Carolinians. These are like down and dirty southerners, you know, people I met who are just good people for Christ's sake. And yeah, they got terrible taste in politicians and, 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 (laughs) <laughs> A retrograde, you know, religion and all those things, and yet I still found plenty of common ground because we we read the same comic books, you know, and played the same video games. Right. Like there was still so much of that that was available to me culturally to grasp onto. But but this kid, though, I mean, he seems like the thing that the machine is creating, right? He's almost like the the last weapon they have is to is to send this torpedo out with this message of their values, those North Carolina. As an example, the North Carolina values of, you know, we go to church and we, you know, we don't, we don't drink alcohol. It's so ham-handed. We love our grandparents. It is
1: so ham-handed. We're driving my truck and going to church and loving my, I mean, like, God, it's so stupid. There's no subtlety at all. It's terrible.
0: I feel like I'm doing the thing I set out not to do, which is to indict the Trump belt and just to sort of talk about this guy's music. But I think that I've made my, I think I've stated my opinion on this guy's music.
1: I mean, I want to just disagree with you I, I was saying this before i like uh i mean it's cliche for a rock fan like me to say this but in my case it's true i like old country i like yeah sure um, johnny cash is probably my favorite country artist i have a fondness for patsy klein and some hank williams um i mean more modern people i i liked i mean liked i, I didn't go out and buy the records but I, I liked the Dixie Chicks. Um, I love the first two seasons of Nashville. I thought the mu- I mean, the music on that show was really entertaining. Scotty McCreary just seems very, very cliche. And it, this music is dumb. And if you like this music and if you think it's honest, and if you think, I want five more minutes of my dying grandpa while looking at home movies of Scotty McCreary and you think that's a great video or you think there's honesty and I love you this big and that this schmaltzy stuff really speaks to the heart, it doesn't make me inclined to think you're a very intelligent person or you're a very thoughtful person.
0: The trouble with girls is they're a mystery Something about them puzzles me Spent my whole life trying to figure out what them
1: girls are all about. Why do you think Scotty McCrary has the number one country airplay song right now?
0: Well, because we are in a national moment uh, where you do have this culture comp between uh, the coast. You have people who are doubling down on what look to me now like incredibly fascistic white christian values and i'm sorry to say that i'm applying this to this kid who doesn't deserve it i'm sure but this isn't this isn't average times these are these are these are desperate days we're living in and so he looks like a spartan general to everybody, you know, he's exactly the kind of person you want to push back against the wave of, of brown people, the wave of multiculturalism, the wave of diversity, the wave of, of, of inclusivity. Is that you take this kid who's talented and, you know, whatever anodyne music he makes becomes elevated because it becomes the sound of like the Marseillaise, yeah. it's their uh, marching chant, right? And, and it's right. not just him, but it's a lot of country acts sound the same. The orthodoxy that he's adhering to is bigger culturally now than it might have been 15 years ago. Where, oh, absolutely. You know, it's like he would have just been a yeah. uh, Josh Groban-esque young wunderkind who came up and had this incredibly rich voice, but then settled into these, uh, you know, obnoxious songs no one gave a fuck about. But instead, he's become elevated to something larger he's because a, he just yeah. looks like the um the supremacy of of white christian Anglo values and again I'm, I'm sorry to attach this to him because he just like any other idiot kid he doesn't deserve it but he's, he's swept up i feel like in something larger
1: i agree and i think one shade of that is um deep down most of those people know that they're losing and it's the nervousness that you know this wave of brown people and we had a brown president named Barack Obama and transgender people are in the bathroom and whatever, that they see this happening. I mean, support for Trump was such such a nostalgic thing. Like, we're going to say Merry Christmas. Like, no one really cares about Merry Christmas. They just want to feel like their cultural hegemony is staying hegemonic. Mm, yeah. I think what's what Scotty McCreary, and again, I'll say he honestly believes it, but he's being used as a tool, is... Well, we really are the better people. You know, they want to ignore that they have just as much vice in their communities as in the cities and that they really are no harder workers than people in cities. You know, this is this is why people accuse uh, minorities of being lazy and more corrupt. They want to justify their fear of the unknown that we're better, that we're more honest, that we're more deserving. And it's just not true. There are good people in those towns. I'll say Scotty McCreary is one of them, absolutely. And they're rotten, horrible people. They have a higher divorce and infidelity rate in those towns than they do in in New York or San Francisco. Especially now where those towns have been decimated, and it's harder to live an honest life. It's harder to go to work and punch the clock and come home and, and provide for your family. And that's mostly not their fault, just like it's mostly not the fault of, Poor people that it's, you know, it's harder to get out of poverty these, these mm-hmm. days. They want to, there's there's this nostalgic thing. They want to hang on to this ideal that is no longer true, to some extent was never true, because even in the clean-cut, God-fearing, American-flag-hagging town, one out of three houses behind closed doors, the guy was beating the shit out of his wife. Yeah. It was always a myth to some extent. Scotty McCreary lets them hang on to this fantasy that, that they are better and that their world is better. Uh, I guess going back to that song, feeling it part of the reason I like it is because it just seems like a little more honest of a fantasy, you know, everyone, rich or poor, yeah, that, that's more evil, localized or just yeah. everyone's right. Everyone's had that, that, that wonderful warm weather night that they wish so, they could hang on to and that they, and that they, they cherish the memory. Right. Of. It seems very universal, not culturally, you know, adversarial. Now, he
0: didn't, I'm pretty sure he didn't write any one of his songs, but
1: that it. Uh, he co-wrote five more minutes.
0: Okay. He co-wrote five more minutes of all the songs that he wrote the uh uh feeling it is the one that sounds like he is most likely to have written just because he did it's he slightly did. more personal everything else feels like it's, um, it's like a kid telling everybody, hey, make sure to do, you know, ask for more homework at the end of the day and always obey your parents. <laughs> you know, It's just a very sort of un-kid-like expression. It's a fantasy of what it's like to be a kid or what adults yeah. wish kids were. You respectful little vessels who just you know, cleave to our authority and you continue. Our, we, we get to live through you again without any fear or hesitation. You never make us unhappy. Right. But at least that song, Kenny Chesney Light, is something that, you know in fact the most oblique reference that gets made he says pop and top, pop and bottle tops i think yeah. and it's like you can read into that if you want to be you know a, 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 a fucking budweiser or pepsi cola it's up to you what you want that to be but since it's not explicitly stated he also has
1: a moment at the end where he shows a little sexual desire uh, he says like no more he's like time to put on the lip gloss no more talking and give me a kiss i mean you see a little hint of rebellion there uh, as someone who likes his country and Johnny Cash, I guess any hint of rebellion is good.
0: Maybe he meant a kiss on the cheek, though, you know? Eight years old, couple cane poles sitting down by the creek Lines in the water watching those barbers seeing that red sun sink Mama's on the porch yelling supper's hot Y'all come and get in We yelled five more Would you have liked this when you were younger? Oh, zero All right, I had to ask. I
1: I mean, to the extent I like Johnny Cash now, I certainly didn't give him a second look back then. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, the cultural differences would have kept me miles away. I I mean, I don't even think – and when I say I like American Idol, I watched the whole first season – because I had to for a job at the time. And then since then, I've probably watched a total of one season's worth. But I mean, what, it, it was canceled a few years ago. I, don't, I didn't even lost track of that. You know, I admire the winners. I mean, it's a modern form of, you know, going to the fame school and and, and winning and, and earning it. So I, I admire that. So I don't even think I would have liked that as a kid. I, I would have been jealous because I wanted to be a star as a mm-hmm. kid. So, and I it was never about music. Uh, you know, I was I was planning to go on Star Search when I was a yeah.
0: kid. You mentioned American Idol, and I haven't, like, disclosed the fact that, yeah, I watched American Idol seasons 2 through 10. Um, in fact, Scotty, we—
1: Get out of here. You did?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, we really did. Me and Janice were—, we're Wow. We were gobbling wow. a lot of reality TV at that time. We even watched uh, the Flavor Flav shows, the Bret Michaels shows. <laughs> we watched a lot of reality— go- we, I Love New York with Tiffany Pollard. We, we were, like, keeping up with the Joneses. I've this.
1: never heard of that.
0: I'll take my word take my word for it it's it's a big deal on uh, on Twitter, but i wasn't much younger when we when we were watching American Idol but no, when I was a kid, simply just because this this guy falls in the rubric of country music it's like I yeah. could barely tell my my uh travis Trits from my george straits from my uh Brad Paisley's from my Jason Aldean's. I don't know who any of these guys are. And I just. <laughs> Jason Aldean was the one who got shot at in Las yeah. Vegas. That's pretty now, much my point To be of fair, he, he didn't deserve that. I'm not saying he deserved it.
1: Oh, come on. You think I'm saying that?
0: <laughs> I'm not the one here saying that he deserved to get shot at. Don't, don't send. Oh. Guys, don't send the hate mail. Uh, that's oh, Noah Tarno's AR fifteen at gmail.com. Hey, hey. Oh god. Oh boy. awful. Too awful. Soon. We're going to hell.
1: We're going to hell. <laughs>
0: uh, but no, I, I don't think I could have gotten down with him. He's just too much of an alien quantity. It's just it's like listening yeah. to Tuven throat singing. It's like I understand that it's a thing that requires a lot of <laughs> skill, but like the sound just isn't pretty. I just can't listen to yeah. the sound for fuck's sake. There, and, uh,
1: there's something about hearing that chwang that you immediately go, like, this isn't for me. Like it, it, it's like what old white people think when they hear hip hop, mm-hmm. and part of the reason they're so offended by it is they hear that voice, that black gangsta voice, and they get scared.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, I think you're right.
1: They get they get actually scared, even if the guys rapping about you know blueberry muffins, they're afraid for their life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it clicks something, and while I don't hear this stuff and I get afraid, I definitely get like, ah, these people don't want me, they don't understand me, and whatever, and at and my less charitable? I'm like, these people are morons, you know? And then I step back and go, they're not all morons, they couldn't possibly be.
0: Well, um, that's why it was good immersion therapy yeah. for me to be in North Carolina for the two and a half years that I was. It's It wasn't a lot, but for somebody who grew up in, in suburban New York, uh, you know, the shadow of, of Catholic. New York City with a predominantly Irish, Italian, somewhat Polish, not even that much Jewish constituent suburban-wise around me, to go to Carolina and to be immersed in mostly Southern voices and Southern twangs and that sort of really, uh, suburbanized, uh, you know, Carolina culture, it's not like an alien planet, but it was this first little poke I might have needed to understand that the world is bigger than where I came from. I'm not saying that totally. I couldn't listen to country music, but it, it did me a world of good. And it was a, specifically it was a good yeah. safe place to be just because it was such a nice place to grow up in. Bef- this this is before a series of catastrophic Republican governors and, and anti-trans bathroom things. This is, this is 90, 98 through like two thousand. Right. 2001 or whatever. So it's like, it feels like uh, a lifetime ago. Top tops, poppin', flip flops, floppin', drop tops, dropping down. Ray-Ban's waves are wavin', ladies are laying out, feeling it. iPods rockin', sunblock blocking it glues up. Is
1: the success of Scotty McCreary a sign of the impending cultural
0: apocalypse. I almost feel like it could be a sign of an apocalypse that already happened, a subtle <laughs> wave of fire that blanketed the earth, reducing all to ash in that, you know, you know, he's already here and he's already championing the values. And, and again, it's like not, not that anybody didn't know these things about country music. Scotty isn't showing us anything new about country music or uh, retrograde suburban Christian, white Anglo suburban culture keep hanging on that word suburban. I don't like what it says, and that's why I'm trying to do my best to, to disentangle the music from the movement. I, I can't. I, this sounds to me like, you know, the music of the of the other side. I hate to be so, so absolutist about that. I realize I don't have to go out there and blow this trumpet that says my values are as good as anybody else's. I, I feel like we get plenty of that done for us by all the media on earth. That emanates from the coast. That's fine. But I'm not trying to blast everybody and say, I'm living superior to you and my values are somehow better than yours. I mean, I do feel like in a lot of cases, my values are somehow more nutritive and healthy and supportive of of life on earth that's inclusive than yours are. You didn't vote for the worst president sure it's like and i knew from the start how this would be fallacious and how you know a hail mary pass to the devil is still a hail mary pass to the devil it's like he's not going to accidentally save you he's going to run he's going to sunder the earth
1: i can't say this is apocalypse because pop singers pop acts almost more than any other medium come and go if scotty mccrary turns out to be the most celebrated country musician in history i'll reevaluate this but at the moment it's, I would guess it's likely that Scotty McCreary will, if not be forgotten, will be nothing special 5, 10 years from now, even if he's still selling records. And there's shitty music all the time in every genre, in every country of the world. Take, I take. have more personal discomfort with this genre and the messages that this music is sending. I, I can't say this is apocalypse. This is this is business as usual in the American media scape. It only seems harsher now because of... Surrounding forces. I'm not going to lay that at the feet of this music.
0: If you know, I don't know what Nashville believes in and what they don't believe in. But if they are peddling this bullshit, and you know, they're they're are they war profiteering off of this this cult of suburban consumer Christianity? That's pretty baleful to me. That's that's
1: is Scotty mccreary really the prime example of that? I don't think he is. You can dismiss it. I, I always dismissed Donald Trump when he was just a stupid tabloid fixture. Mm. And I mean never watched The Apprentice, not once. It was easy to dismiss him. It's when people started taking him seriously. So that's why I say if Scotty McCreary is held up as the gold standard. If his music becomes, you know, is written into the Constitution, then I will worry.
0: What's your name? Scott McCreary. Scotty. Oh. Scott. Sorry. How are you? How old are you, Scott?
1: Sixteen years old. I'm doing good.
0: You're sixteen? You no, deep man. voice.
1: I get that a lot.
0: Thank you. I get that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, what are you going to sing today? Your Man by Josh Turner. Baby, lock them doors and turn the lights down low. Noah, is your dislike of this goober goblin based in jealousy?
1: A little. Uh, I don't know if jealousy is the right word. You know, the resentment I talked about, that we have talked about, of the country thing. I mean, I guess I get a little jealous that they're considered real America. And they're the honest people. I mean, I told you I'm personally offended by people who suggest that New York or San Francisco or L.A. or Philadelphia or whatever aren't real America. Because apart from the fact that, you know, New York and Philadelphia are the birthplaces of America, it's so insulting. You know, the good and bad is in the same proportion in those two places. Um, I mean, my personal opinion, they're more good in the cities than in the small towns. But whatever, I'm sure that's my bias creeping in. Uh, so I don't know if jealousy is the word, but I definitely don't like, I, I, I take personal umbrage at the idea that those people are better and more honest. Uh, I don't think it's jealousy. I don't want to be there. I mean, you know, every episode I say I wish as many people paid to see my art as they pay to see Scotty McCreary's work. But so other than that jealousy, yeah, it's uh, it's some kind of personal animus, but I don't know if it's jealousy. What about you?
0: No, yeah, Animus, I'd put it that uh, put that at it, but jealousy? No, no. Again, it, it's country, and so I feel like there's this apprehension. Is my is my apprehension based in jealousy, or is my my dislike based in apprehension? Is probably more fitting. Uh, but I don't think jealousy has anything to do with it. As much as this kid came in and sort of gamed American Idol, if I wanted to sing, maybe I'd feel a little more upset about something like that. But um, <laughs> the kind of people who are exalting him aren't my first choice of, of audience members or commiserates. And again, that's just, no, that's my... Um, I would like
1: those people to have what I consider greater discernment.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: Not only of politics, but also of culture. You know, I, I would rather see a country guy. I, I mean, I have heard some guys who impress me more. You know, Eric Church, I listen to a little. And Rascal Flatts. And, you know, it's still pop music, but it's... It's, it's got a, more of, a little more of an edge. You know, I'd rather see those people do well than Scotty McCreary's music, but those people do do well, so yeah. I don't know what I'm complaining yeah,
0: about. Yeah, I think we could put this thing in a box and uh, push it into the lake. I think we're, we're done with <laughs> Scotty <laughs> give McCreary. It, give, give him some cement shoes. So if you'd like to find past uh, episodes of us absolutely just taking a fucking shovel to topics like we did to this one, <laughs> look on iTunes, SoundCloud in particular, Google Play and Stitcher, tweet to us your agreements at Noah and Bill Show. Write to us at yes. Noah and Bill don't get It at gmail.com. Visit the website, I don't get it, podcast.com. Give us a review on iTunes. I, if you want to litigate the case personally, at William Scurry on Twitter. Noah Tarno, where are you?
1: At Noah Tarno on Twitter, but that doesn't matter. Uh, more important is uh, bigquizthing.com. Uh, we do corporate and private trivia events all over the place. Uh, busiest year yet so far. So thank you, President Trump, for improving the economy because I'm getting plenty of business now. So (laughs) I take back everything I said before Uh, (laughs) because I'm making money.
0: I'm making money. Uh, I'm still not.
1: Uh, Not that much. Don't ask me for a loan. All right.
0: Until next week's episode, I don't get it.
1: A production of American Caesar Enterprises, 2018.